Hey guys, it's Lauren Yates here, celebrity interviewer, author, life coach, public speaker, and the host of Rave It Up. If this is the first time you're listening, we help you build a life that you can rave about through our interviews with celebrities and successful people and through our books and courses. We sit down with successful people and find out how they got to where they are today so you can do the same. Why not live the life of your dreams? Your new life starts here. Now today, we have a chat over Zoom with sexual empowerment coach and the founder of You Go Girlfriend and You Go Bro, Caitlin Vincent. She is the teacher we all wish we had in school. She talks about intimate topics and the topics we call taboo, like sex and periods and self-confidence. No matter what gender you are, you are going to learn so much from this interview with Caitlin today for your own self-confidence and your own self-esteem. So let's get into it now. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Hey guys, it's RJ from Breaking Bad. It's Adam Savani from Step Up. It's Keegan Allen from Pretty Little Liars. Hi, this is Arthur It's Cosentino. It's Rob Mills. It's Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. Raving it up. Raving I'm having up. fun. Hashtag Lauren Rave It Up. Sorry. Thank you, I like that effect. We're raving it up. Caitlin, welcome to Rave It Up. It is a pleasure to finally have you on our show. How are you going today? Oh, I'm so stoked to be here. Honestly, it's like the festive vibes and we're just all into it. So yeah, it's I'm very excited for this conversation. Like just an interview just before Christmas, probably my last one for the year. So woohoo! <laughs> Celebration! I thought to go festive today. <laughs> I've got to say, it's. I really feel like, I don't know if you're a big believer in that everything happens for a reason, because I just feel like we were meant to meet somehow, you know what I mean? Like, for our audience, she got in contact with me because of my dance school. <laughs> and then I was like, who is this woman? You know, like you start doing a bit of a <laughs> social media stalk, you're like, who is this woman? Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> Perfect <laughs> guest for this show. So thank you so much for giving me the time today. No, my pleasure. And I think I 100% agree when it comes to the people that we meet, the things that happen to us are all happening for a reason. And I think it's so important that we tap into that and just go, yep. And sometimes annoyingly, even if it's bad, I know that it's not a great thing to think about, but even if it is bad, we also need to go, this is happening for a reason because i got to learn, i got to grow from this as well. Yeah, or it might be leading you onto something else. You think you're supposed to go over here, but you're actually supposed to go over here. And <laughs> I love looking back at that stuff. It's awesome. <laughs> now, something I love about you, and you know, if, if our audience haven't heard about Caitlin yet, please go check her out. I'm going to put all the links below. You are really the teacher we wish we had in school, right? I absolutely love that you put that in your bio because we. She loves to talk about topics that are not talked about enough that we think of as taboo, you know, like sex and periods and self-confidence. Before we go into depth about all this, because I got some cool questions, <laughs> I want to go back a little bit. How did you start all of this? You know, what was your wake up call to go like, I want to do more. I want to help others and even be my own boss, you know, girl power. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I love that analogy about the whole the teacher that we really needed because so many times that I've been like oh my god I really wish we got even though I'm teaching other people I'm like damn I think I'm self-soothing myself at the moment going yep I'm fixing that little patch in the past but I used to be a teacher myself and I felt like there was I was hitting a ceiling when it came to the education part and at the time I was teaching um, high school I was doing primary before then high school and I was doing a subject called life design where we're actually helping kids with their passion and purpose in life. 
And as I'm helping them, you know, mask and understand, I had this big awakening as we've all had through COVID and life that something just wasn't right. And I did some courses and deep dives into this and I thought, wow, we just aren't touching the basis of really connecting in a way that we should be connecting to ourselves, the way that we communicate with our bodies and the way that we're interacting with people. So I just had this like, okay, I'm gonna, I kind of like a little shark tank moment. I like went up to dad and I was like, I think I've got an idea. Like it just came to me in the middle of the night, this whole concept. And I said, I think I've got a bit of an idea. And he's like, all right, let's, let's talk about it. And I thought, okay, cool. And then it just sort of sparked and I started putting videos out and people were really like, wow, like where's this all coming from? And I was like, well, I just want to see where it goes. And then the receptivity of people being like, actually, this is so important. And I thought, okay, I've really just got to push this. And so I was teaching and then doing this at the same time. But unfortunately, the school that I was working at didn't see eye to eye with what I was doing. And pretty much just didn't, you know, as you said, taboo topics didn't like what I was doing, but I actually was doing something that was really important and they could have actually jumped me on board and really enhanced the conversations in schools. But mm. what they did is they pushed me away. So it was the universe massively pushing me out going, Caitlin, you've got go a big mission. <laughs> go out and freaking go make the most of the world. Because I thought, wow, at the time it was devastating. Cause I was like, as a kid, I was always wanting to be a teacher. And I thought, what the heck is going on here? Like I'm, I'm losing my childhood dream of being a teacher, but you're a teacher in other ways. Exactly. I'm an educator and I find it's educating in a way that's I, I, like I, my energy, my, my way of living, my, who I am is so much more better because I'm infatuating in this passion and purpose piece. And don't be wrong. There's, there's been challenges 100% by transitioning, but it's made me so much more stronger and resilient to take on more things. So yeah, I'm so blessed that I got that big push when <laughs> I had that big alignment. And I think that even I've had to really condition myself with the types of conversations because I know at the beginning I had imposter syndrome and I was like, but I need to talk about this and how do I talk about this and how's it going to land for people? And I'm like, I'm not like doing things that are, you know, <laughs> light on social media. How yeah. am I meant to make this sort of, you know, easy for people to kind of understand where I'm coming from in a respectful way? I'm trying to put sex and professionalism together and that is, has not been done well. So yes. I'm breaking that I'm breaking that bridge and trying to put things together and, you know, just raise awareness around it. Yeah, I love that. And when you think about it, even though that school was like, no, nah, don't want to embrace it. Now you've got workshops and schools and things like that. So it's all come around full circle, hasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I did. Um, I did initially start focusing on teenagers and, you know, working with parents more so. And then what I realized is that I had a lot of adults that were like, Caitlin, we actually need your help. And if anything, I actually had a lot of men reach out to me. They're like, Caitlin, I need your support in this as whether it's mental health or confidence or even sex as well. So I was getting a range of people and I was like, I'm only one person here. How am I meant to like do this? Or So I then shifted my focus to focusing on adults and doing workshops for them. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I'm still getting a high demand for parents and there will be something that comes together. But for now, I just got to focus on what I can because I was juggling too many plates and I was losing my energy myself. I'm like, oh, I, yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that feels too. <laughs> yes, yes. It's, um, it's a juggling act. But I'm, I know that 
the way that I'm on this approach right now is like, yep, this is the direction where it's going. Yeah. And I really like take my hat off to you, bow to you, girl, because, you know, it is way more information that that we need to know out there. It's it's more like even with schools, it's more than just chucking a condom on a banana. You know what I mean? Like you need to be able to, as you said, have that great relationship with your own body before you're, you know, connecting with someone else as well. And it doesn't even have to be on a sexual way, as you said, it's just connection with people in general. People just aren't all there, right? (laughs) No, no. and I think as well what people are missing is even as an adult, they haven't had that chance to actually connect with themselves on a deeper level. Mm. And if anything, when you do connect, you actually then enhance all those other things in your life and you get to really explore things that you want to do. You don't just go from like, hey, I want to try this, let's just take it to another level. And then that's where the trauma comes in. That's where, oh, my God, the fear of like, I don't want to ever do that again. It's because you haven't actually established that core base of like, connecting to yourself and I know for females you know our cycle is a huge part of us we cannot kind of get rid of it it's just it's there so if we can enhance it and work with it rather than against it we're going to feel so much more connected and enlightened in ourselves with that and I think for men they go well what do I need to know that oh my god you need to know about this because if you want to have sex in a certain way with those period cycles and the weeks that happen you are going to get a mixed concoction but it's going to be constant and it's going to be connecting in a way that's respectful to the female in accordance to their cycle and the man gets what he needs because they've got a high sex drive so it's complementing both of us that we can do in that aspect as well yeah i love that you gave me goosebumps just then that was <laughs> awesome i hope people are really just soaking in all this up <laughs> did you know we filmed this interview well, come on over to our YouTube channel, Rave It Up TV. You can subscribe for free. And here's a little secret. We like to reward our active subscribers with autographed photos and merchandise, no matter where you are in the world. So don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're there and get busy sharing the videos with your friends. In this day and age, we're surrounded by technology and electricity all the time. Like our phones and laptops, phone and radio towers. Wi-Fi, electric power lines, and the appliances in our home. Do you know that these could be damaging your health because of the electromagnetic radiation coming off them? When I found Orgone Effects though and bought their products, I immediately noticed a difference. I started sleeping better and was even calmer and not always high in adrenaline. Orgone Effects has over 20 years experience in developing products to neutralize the harmful effects of EMRs. I have six of their products myself now, and I could not recommend them highly enough. These products last a lifetime too, so you only have to buy them once. Go check out their website, orgoneffectsaustralia.com.au. That is O-R-G-O-N-E effectsaustralia.com.au. And type in the coupon code RAVEITUP at checkout. I did read in your bio too, which I found really interesting because you did mention you're a teacher and I also read that you're a teacher in the UK and also volunteered in Vietnam. When was all this? What age were you and where does that slot into the whole uh, cycle of your uh, career and life? <laughs> yeah, so I was really fortunate. Um, what was it when I was doing year 12? I knew that I was like going to do teaching and I had um, someone say to me, they're like, hey, we're going to go to Vietnam. We're going to help kids over there. We're going to teach. Would you like to jump on board? And I was like, hell yeah. Give me that exposure. Give me that, you know, real connection when it comes to people, because I love being able to go to any country and being able to really connect with the culture, 
being able to connect with how people communicate and even just their body language and seeing them so happy, even in a third, third world country, it just is such a beautiful thing to be able to give the gift. And their hugs are so freaking amazing. Like Aww. us humans need more hugs in a day. And if anything, we need a minimum of four. And I'm thinking, four, my goodness. Not yeah. enough. <laughs> I'm like, how? 100. <laughs> yes, exactly. So we need that reminder. And that's what I was so blessed and thankful to be able to have that gratitude and appreciation for the experience in Vietnam. And then being able to obviously learn how we take uh, speaking English for granted and, and teaching them as well. It was something that just reminded about how important communication is and how we don't communicate effectively. And it's a skill that we all need to have. Mm. So that was something that I really wanted to embody. And then obviously when I finished my uni degree, I was like, I don't want to live like just going right teaching full-time job. I want to travel and work at the same time. How can I make this work? So I had the opportunity to go to London and teach for a couple of years and being able to take your suitcase to work on a Friday and then go, you know, overseas, that was pretty large. <laughs> I would say I was pretty fortunate enough to go through that. And then obviously everyone has their stories when it comes to COVID, but I was stuck over there and then I had to come home and do hotel quarantine. And then I had to do all these things just to sort of encompass and being torn between, okay, what job there and I couldn't get employed here and it was just this big spiral but I know that these sort of things all happen for a reason so I'm really blessed for the experience that I had as an educator and knowing that I was meant to get that gift and skill for a reason to be able to help people in these situations that I'm helping now and being able to help in that aspect so I'm very blessed that I have done the teaching side of things from primary to high school and being able to travel the world as well. Well, that's awesome. And tick it all off your bucket list now. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously we can see that you're such a confident woman. And I love watching some of your like really funny social media videos. You're just boogieing out. Like, I love that. (laughs) Even in your bikini and everything, I'm like, loving the body. That's great. (laughs) Loving your own body, I mean. (laughs) Have you always been this confident though? Because I know, especially as us women, and I'm sure guys have the exact same thing, especially going through puberty and everything. It's so hard to you know, and so many different ways you can do it is starting actually to love you and your body and getting out there and being confident and kind of especially peer pressure and all that and comparisons, especially in high school. So yeah, your your story, have you always been this confident? I hear a bit of both. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, I've been very fortunate with, you know, I look at most of my life and I would say that I would have the confidence in a way that has been skilled, but obviously we're best, we've both been so blessed with having a program that we did as teenagers, which was empower you. And that really encompassed a a starting point of just awareness around, you know, who we are and how we communicate with ourselves and our body language. And, you know, we're still a bit naive when we're a bit younger about life and we, we don't really know the finesse. And I feel like for me, I've probably learned so much more about, being confident when anxiety really heightened for me and how I was able to hit those moments of going, wow, this is more important than ever to really tap into backing yourself and supporting yourself and listening to yourself. So I think that for me, it really comes down to that relationship with yourself 
And I really made conscious decisions to make sure that I spent that time for myself. And I was able to really, you know, ask questions or learn new things or spend that time for myself and being able to understand why it's all happening. And even when those negative things come up, okay, why are they coming up? What have I not worked on myself? What have I not connected with myself on? And come from a place of compassion in those spaces because we fear so much of those negative things. And then that's what deters our confidence in ourselves because we're like, oh, I'm too shy. I'm too quiet. I'm, you know, not confident in myself. And we put these labels and it's like, well, what is actually making you mask that? And it's that belief that's been holding you back during that time. And we need to address those beliefs. We need to, you know, acknowledge them for what they are. And, you know, I'm still someone that goes through times of my body and moments but then i've acknowledged that as a female we've got our period cycle so our bodies and shapes and sizes and bloating and you know it all comes out to just it's natural and it's a part of us so the acceptance of that comes through the skill of having confidence the more that we're able to accept what it is about us that we may not like and may love the more that we're able to then acknowledge that we're unique and special in that own way and I know that so many women that, you know, really want to master confidence and whatnot. And I, and that's why I give the tools to be able to help them to be able to harness that in such simple ways. They do not need to be overexerted. You do not need to be walking in the streets in a bikini. You don't need to, you know, do the things that people think you have to be an extrovert. No, no, I've been able to help even introverted people just be so in themselves and be like, it's so fine to be introverted as well. It's so fine to be quiet. It's so fine to be you. There's so many gifts that come from that as well. It's just that internal dialogue that you're saying to yourself that needs to have a little bit of an awakening and compassionate for when you're really down about yourself. So I think for me, it's more about actually just encompassing those skills and being able to embody them as well. But the thing I do love though, <laughs> and you would probably finesse this being a dance teacher yourself. Oh my God. Being able to dance more yeah. is like the best thing. And especially as a female shaking your hips is like, oh, embodying that feminine energy, that confidence boost is like no tomorrow. And yeah. like in some of my events, I like help women to just sort of move their bodies a bit more. And that gets you out of that stagnant, like soldier position where you're stuck and trapped in your head. It's like, no, no, let's shift this and let's move this around and let's start to feel good. Cause yeah. I really, it's a small percentage of people that dance and they're like, oh my God, I hate it. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. Very small percentage. <laughs> <laughs> All that, that when they first start it, they're like, this just feels so unnatural and I don't want to move this way or that way, or, you know, stick my bottom out and things like that. And it's like, well, you just gotta get past that, you know, weird, uncomfortable stage first. And then it becomes more comfortable, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. And it's even when, you know, anything that we try, no matter what, it is always uncomfortable. It is 100%. And you're going to get that fear hit you in the face straight away. And it's going to be like, you don't deserve to do this. What are you doing? Like, you shouldn't be dancing. You shouldn't go out on solo dates. You shouldn't be doing all these things. And then you think, okay, I'm never going to do that again. And it's like, hell no, keep going because something will shift and change. You might just need a little hand or accountability person just to push past that limiting belief. And then you go through with it. Like, I know that, as I mentioned just quickly about the solo dates, so many people like, I wouldn't go to a restaurant on my own. I wouldn't do this. I'm like, okay, if you find that to be tricky, go to a space like walking on the beach or going for a walk where it looks normal in society that 
you know, you don't have to think about other people during that part. And then eventually, while you're out there, you got to eat at some point. So then you might as well go to a cafe and you might as well sit down and you just broken that barrier of being like, oh, I'm so fearful of being on my own and spending my own time because you have to have that time for yourself. So whether it is taking those dance classes or whether it's going solo dates, like you've just got to have that time for yourself as well. Absolutely. And I, I, I love it now. So it will eventually become like your favorite thing. Solo yeah, exactly. dance or go to the movies by yourself. I love yeah, that too. Yes. That is always a vibe. I, I even did like um, live concerts as well. I was like, I really want to see them and I don't want to have to hold back my life because other people didn't want to see them as well. And I think we just, it's, it's literally like dating. You never get all your answers at the beginning. You kind of have to figure this out along the way. It's like, uncomfortable and you're like I don't know what to do and I can't read the situation and it's like and then eventually you then fall in love with that person because you're like well we got to that point we established it and I feel good about myself so just think of it that lens (laughs) really are dating yourself (laughs) yes yes exactly (laughs) how old were you when you did empower you so I think it was look I think 13 comes to mind 12 or 13 oh nice yeah, I think so. I could have been younger. I was okay. like 15 when I did it. So there you go. You're ahead of me. <laughs> and I was actually, believe it or not, the shyest person you would ever meet before that. Uh, very hard to like make friends was always, you know, and I'm the only child too. So it was like my parents were my best, well, they still are my best friends. And then to just that comfort zone flip chart, just fear outside the comfort zone. If you push through that, it's you, you get growth and success. And I was like, God, it just resonated with me so much that the rest of the weekend I was like, oh, stuff this. I'm just going to be me. <laughs> Woo! <You know? laughs> and like, yeah, it just totally transformed me. But also at the same time, um, still took a little while to, I guess, then feel comfortable in your body, especially as a woman and the self com- the body confidence, really. Um, I think that takes a little bit more time. Would you agree? Because I'm, yeah, you know, absolutely. And that's the same situation. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I really wanted to encompass about this. And I'm really passionate about helping women with that transition because, you know, it's such a demeaned time in our life when it comes to acknowledging our bodies. And if we don't help savor that moment or, you know, establish a better relationship or a a growth mindset in that, then we've got this consistent bad belief that keeps carrying on from us. And then that affects us as adults. And then I know even from the menstrual stage, you go into the menopause phase and that's another transition as well again. So for females, we've got this constant change in our bodies. And if we can't adapt to change just as it is, then we're really going to struggle with that consistency of trying to just adhere to ourselves and stop ourselves in our tracks or listen to what's going on. So I think any time frame that we do, we need to condition ourselves. So I think starting young is obviously so important. But it's also so fine to start at any point and just starting now to go, you know what, I want to change this narrative that is happening. I need to change the belief of what's happening. So that's why I love that I got a whole random bunch of people that were like, oh, you're like a little missing piece in the puzzle at the moment. (laughs) I need to figure myself out. I'm like, sure. How would you like to serve? (laughs) How would you like me to serve you today? Have you always wanted to learn how to dance? Always say you're going to do it, maybe even make it a New Year's resolution, but never do? Well, this is your time. 
Hills Latin Dancing teaches salsa, bachata, and merengue classes for all ages and fitness levels. No partner or previous dance experience is required. We also offer wedding dances and also a seated dance class for the elderly and those with mobility challenges. Come join us for some fun. Visit our website, hillslatindancing.com.au for more information and to book your class now. Looking for the most comfortable and fashionable gym clothes around? Introducing Gym XO. They are an eco-friendly brand from the UK. Gymwear made from recycled materials. Pick from some really cute gym sets, tops, bottoms, and there are even options for curvy women. Get 30% off today with free shipping by using our discount code RAVEITUP30 at checkout. Go to gymxo.co.uk today. That is gymexo.co.uk. I know this is a weird question too. With like your knowledge on periods and sex and everything, did you go out and do like heaps of study or did you just learn from, I guess, your own body and your own experiences? Yeah, it definitely was a mixed concoction because I thought I know that I've had the experience of even transitioning from the pill to being off the pill and knowing that level of connection when it comes to that and how the marketing side of things is really poorly done on that. And I just had this huge fascination and started asking experts and started talking to people and doing the research and really encompassing about what is it that we need to know as females. And I'm on this ever learning journey when it comes to it. So I'll always keep learning to help because I know that even when I established about polycystic, um, polycystic ovaries and then also having to understand endometriosis and like all these different entities that I was trying to get myself to go, wow, there's still so many things that people still don't even know about. There's so many things that, and to be honest, I haven't even listed so much more to talk about, but there's so many things that we're unaware of and we get hit in the worst way. And we're like, well, why didn't someone tell us about this? Or why don't we get educated about this? <laughs> and I do like to put a little bit of lightheartedness onto it because unfortunately we put so much negativity about the topic that we drain ourselves and we think so negative and that brings our confidence down. And it's like, well, yes, if we have it, like I've got positive ovaries, but I'm going to make it a bit of humor. It's like, well, I've just got to go with the flow. Like I can't get rid of it. It's just a part of me. And these are the conversations that we just need to embody and go like, Hey, this is like, if I was to put a dating bio, this is on my bio. Like (laughs) it's all part of me. And I just need to have that conversation and acceptance. So yeah, it was really important to become aware and understanding. And I know even going through my own anxiety situation from hotel quarantine, I had like, you know, conditioned this thing called disorientated anxiety. So every time I go into certain places that my body doesn't feel safe, my whole body moves, but I'm not actually moving. And it was really like, I, I would try to explain it to people. I'm like, what is happening? And I thought and I went down the whole rabbit hole of like doctors and chiros and all that fun games. And I just got to the point of like acceptance and going, okay, this is a part of me now and I need to friend it. But then it made me have a lot more compassion to people going, wow, if this is what's happening to me, we have no idea what is going on in someone else's life. And that's why I really wanted to help foreshadow those conversations because every time I have said to people, I'm kinky Caitlin, I'm a sexual empowerment coach. 
they're like, oh my God, I've got a million questions. I'm like, let's go. <laughs> so that's where I know I'm like, I'm opening up the door for a lot of people that have been waiting for something. And don't be wrong, there are hundred percent people out there doing amazing things. I'm just trying to teach the way that it should be done in a educational lens, but also just for coming from a loving kind, funny place as well, because yeah. we're just so bloody hard on ourselves. Oh, absolutely. And you just need a little, put a little joke on it as well and make it funny. <laughs> just to get rid of that, you know, that icebreaker, you know? <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I think that's when I was, I went to a, a conference because obviously you got to learn about business because I literally went from teaching to business. And I was like, okay, I got to learn about this as well. And it was good to network, but we had this lady who talked about how we introduce ourselves and you know it's that two seconds in that moment that you either remember that person whether it's their energy they like you just remember they're going oh wow they got really good energy just loving around them or it's the words they use so that's why i thought you know what kinky caitlin let's go it's gonna open up an umbrella and i can tell it's like a filter i can go <laughs> you're either interested or you're not and i can read their body language i'm like okay what do you do and i just changed the whole topic if they're not not ready for it i'm like well yeah tell me a bit more about you because you clearly are not ready for this so (laughs) go back to you when people like talking about themselves right yes (laughs) yes yes exactly well it's really great that you also have that platform of your podcast to talk about all this stuff now as well when did you start that has that been happening for a few years or yeah so i think it was actually this year that i I think it was February, don't crack me there. But I I was like, you know what? I do love to talk and I thought I might as well. <laughs> I was like, how can I harness this? Cause there's so much you can only do when it comes to social media. And unfortunately mm. what I talk about, there is a big risk of like, you know, getting restricted and all that type of thing. So I knew with podcasts that you just can say everything that you need to say and no one's going to really hassle you down for it. So it's that's cool. filtered. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I can really say what I need to say and give that lens to people because, yeah, I just, I feel like when I've got those headphones on, I just go into a whole different world. And then sometimes my stories come out and I'm like, oh, no, you just said that, Caitlin, on your podcast, like as a joke to me going, Oh my God, Caitlin, you just said that to the world. Okay, we're going there. No worries. That's fine. Let's so go. <laughs> I just find it funny because I'm like, okay, I'm all about being out there and being open and honest. But some stories you do like to kind of keep to yourself for a little bit of like, that's like a private Caitlin journal. But oh, well, you get full, no filter on my podcast. So, um, but I do, I do love the way that it does encompass it, you know, you meant to put explicit on there when you're swearing. I'm like, oh, well, I swear, whatever. I'm not putting that on there. People can just deal with it. Uh, you know, we're in a world where actually we're saying it more. We're listening to music when people swear. I'm like, you know what? Look, I'm not going to tell my nieces to swear, but, you know, it is what it is. You just got to yeah. embrace it. 
Exactly. And it's not like they're, they're going on the podcast, um, and like getting their real, real young babies to listen to it. You know, it's people that have heard the swear words heaps of times. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Hey guys, it's RJ May from Breaking Bad. Adam Stavani from Step Up. Bryce Johnson from Pretty Little Liars. Rob Mills. Todd McKenney with Lauren Yates on Rave It Up. These celebrities are sharing a message of hope and inspiring the younger generation in our new book, Knowing What I Know Now. This is filled with 70 quotes from your favourite celebrities on what they would tell their 14-year-old selves. A book filled with amazing advice to help you chase your dreams or help you deal with bully or depression. It is available worldwide as a paperback, ebook, and audiobook version. Go to raveituptv.com to buy your copy now. This show is brought to you by Vegas Nights, specialising in all of your party needs. They have photo booths, poker tables, and decorations for heaps of different party themes. Visit their website now at vegasnights.com.au or give them a call on 1300 135 394. Vegas Nights, you can't lose. And another really cool side as well, you decided to take your journey of, you know, supporting people's mental health a little bit further by creating You Go Bro, yeah, dedicated to supporting (laughs) men's mental health and anxiety and building their confidence. We can't forget the men. Such an amazing idea. I love it. I wanted to know, though, did you, especially as a woman, did you get any, like, criticism or flack in the beginning for giving advice to men when you're a woman? (laughs) Oh, hell yes. I was flooded. As soon as I started doing it, I got this consistent like, oh, here it is, another female, another feminist trying to tell men what to do. And I, at the beginning, because it was so abrupt straight away, I was like, oh my goodness, this is a lot to handle. And I'm actually coming from a good lens here. And I had beautiful men that supported me behind the scenes because I I put up on my story I'm like oh this is nice to wake up in the morning and the men were like no Caitlin what you're doing is so needed and so supported like we really actually want this so I had a bit of a brotherhood behind the scenes that you know supported me during that to keep persisting and to keep cancelling out the noise and just going no no like it's all good and I think that actually helped make my skin a lot more thicker because I was like no I know that there's a there's a big concoction out there when it comes to how women are with men and they're trying to, you know, talk about men, this, men, that. And I completely understand that there are some valid points, Mm. but unfortunately we're taking it a bit too far and we are encouraging women to be in their masculine too much, which means men don't feel like that they can actually step up and be the man that they need to be. Mm. And they're then feeling deteriorated and emasculated by women that they can't actually be themselves. So their confidence is going really down. And I know that then men really suffer in silence when it comes to their mental health as well. So I really wanted to create and bridge the gap between a female and a male being able to converse and be able to talk about these things and be able to support them. And that was something I really felt passionate about and I really wanted to help. And I brought men onto the scene as well. Cause I was like, I can't just be the only one that's like feeling this. So I had on Instagram, I did like Instagram lives where I had men just keep coming to me like, yeah, I'd love to jump on board. I'm like, cool. And just hearing their stories and hearing them being open, I just felt like, wow. And don't be wrong, there's moments I'm like, I've only got a small following. They're like, no, nah, I'll do it for you, Caitlin. I thought, wow, okay, cool. This is amazing. So it was really beautiful. And 
to be honest, being someone who isn't in a relationship at this current moment, I felt like I've been able to receive and see a different side to men that I just really love that I'm creating this different relationship for men in my life and what I'm drawing in, what I'm attracting. But not only that, my relationship with my dad, with my pop, you know, people in my life that are there and changing my way of communicating, changing my way back to being more respectful and, you know, understanding of their mental health has completely shifted. So as much as I go female empowerment and go woo with you, go girlfriend, I also wanted to make sure that I was speaking to people in any lens and just having that respect of like, I'm here to bridge the gap. That's all I'm here to do really is to bridge this gap that people don't know how to. Yeah, we're all humans. So <laughs> we're all the same. We're just different genders, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One's got a P and we've got a V. So, you know. <laughs> One one piece standing up and we sit down. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, since you're all about, you know, helping others and also, you know, raising people's self-confidence and self-esteem, what is your personal opinion on social media as well? Because obviously we just spoke about how some people were really attacking you about that. And, you know, I guess we're always going to have haters no matter what, right? Just mm-hmm. going to focus on those, those fans. Did you find it hard, you know, with all of the comparison on social media? Well, not was still is um and you know people always uploading their best life and i call it like people putting up like their trailer uh compared to your blooper reel (laughs) you're like that's not what my my life actually looks like (laughs) oh to be honest it is a conversation that we probably will consistently keep having when it comes to this and it really comes down to someone's journey when when it comes to social media is how you want to present yourself in that moment so i find that i know i've got my own personal page but i don't even touch it from a bar so sometimes i'm like oh i've been doing stuff i need to post something because i'm like that i'm still living i'm still alive but i put so much more of myself and who i am in the other pages because i know that if i keep showing up as my authentic self people will come across that and that's exactly what you want is you want people to know that you are you and what you're showing because i always i always used to say to myself if i was dating someone and they only saw my page am i actually showing up as me or am i a completely different person i used to ask that person straight away i was like do you do you feel like that i'm different on social media to what i am now they're like no you are you and i was like cool that's exactly what i want to do that's the same thing Yeah. yeah exactly exactly and when it comes to all the haters and stuffing. Don't be wrong. That first exposure, I was like, oh, it hit me. And I was like, damn. And then they used to look at it and they used to, you know, get so wound up by it. And I used to go, oh my God. Like, then it would filter out the way that I do my next video and it just would overwhelm me. But then I loved hearing from other people on social media that talked about this topic and said, if anything, those, <laughs> you obviously got to, when people say ignore, I don't believe that you can ever fully ignore, but if you say if they're talking, that means that it's actually really good. It means that <laughs> they that, were still looking at your stuff. <laughs> yes, that's their issue that they are going with. That that that's their crap that they've got to deal with. You know, that's why they're only reacting. And I kept saying, okay, that's your thing. That's got nothing to do with me. I'm content. I'm fine. I'm all good. But weirdly, <laughs> for the algorithms, for the way that social media goes is you actually want people to comment and you want them to, you know, just keep that conversation going. So annoyingly, the more hate, 
the more better that you are actually getting attraction and drawing you more people of interest because it's like their people then see your and it's like this whole landing on thing. So I've had to change my perception of what it is and not take it personally. But the ones that do either trigger me or do affect me, I delete it straight away because I'm like that clearly is not shifting. That's just sitting there for a reason for my own situation. So I find that it's important that we are obviously following people that are. And I did a massive cleanse from my own social media. I was like, right, I'm unfollowing all these people because they're just not providing and I need to fill with business motivation, things that really spark up my curiosity, my creativity, things that actually are going to enhance me. Because so many people get caught up and they're like, oh, but they're my friend, oh, they're my family. You know, you can mute them. You know, you can actually remove the notifications and you don't have to unfollow them. You don't have to befriend them. You actually can reduce the amount that you're seeing to help work on yourself before maybe bringing it back into the scene when you're ready. But Mm. it's so fine to have control over social media. Don't let it control you. You really have the control. (laughs) Amen, sister. Yes, (laughs) I love that. (laughs) You are like such an incredible woman. I just, uh, I'm just soaking all this up today and I hope to definitely still keep in contact after this. (laughs) I feel like we just need you on again, just for like a whole nother episode of stuff. On a more personal note, like I was amazed to hear that you have a black belt in karate. You go, girl, and you played AFL overseas. Like, were these some of like other sports maybe you thought of wanting to do as a career before all of this female and male empowerment as well? I think just no, 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 no. I love it. The one thing I did love was I was raised to always be active and to be, you know putting myself in that fitness side of things. So I always love that. The thing I love about saying that I'm a black belt is as a female, I know that I'm being a bit like straightforward here, but as a female, having that self-defense and being able to feel safe and know that you've got skills up your belt, literally, that can help you to, if there's a moment or a situation, to take action. And I felt like doing that as a young girl I then was able to travel. I was able to do things where even if I was in situations that felt unease, I knew how to get myself out of it. I've never had to use it, but I know that I had. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I've had the capacity, the gut intuitions, the knowing when I'm not feeling safe because of what I've been conditioned of the self-defense. And if I was ever in a position, it's, it's really important that for females that we do have a skill to be able to harness that strength. And I think that that definitely helped another element of confidence as well to knowing that it's not about being muscular. Like I now do Pilates and I've gone from like all different ways, but I know that if you just have that mental strength of knowing that you have the capacity to do things, because in the training we had even like, you know, I say this nicely, but big guys, like adults, comparison to a little girl. Yeah. they would they would throw themselves at us to do the whole process to make sure that we are knowing the weight in the body to actually force someone off and then once they're thrown on the ground you have this like wow i'm powerful i'm strong like you know they might have done little things to like help assist that but they still put pressure on us they still did the things that we need to do in our grading to in order to get the belt because they're like if you cannot prove this and we have to sort of help you out there in that in that sense and build that strength and that stamina. So 
for me, it was something that was really important when it came to the black belt. And then obviously with AFL, I was trying to find, because when you're moving overseas, you don't know anyone. So you have to create community. And I moved into a house with all boys and I thought, this is hilarious. And they said, like, Caitlin, like, um, we have an AFL team, you should join. And I was like, oh, I'm pretty active and pretty, you know, physical, you know, why not? And I am so, so blessed because they became my family over there. So we, you know, did Christmas, we did holidays together and just a big bunch of Aussies and Kiwis getting pissed. It was great. It was lovely. But um, <laughs> The thing I did love about that though, was, you know, being able to, it was another form of like anger release because when you're really frustrated, you could just tackle girls and you can get it all out. And it was great. And I thought, hmm, there's something behind this. And that's why I now help women when it comes to anger releases in my events is being able to, you know, release all that anger that's sitting there and in a healthy way so that you feel more calm, so you can communicate effectively as well. So all these skills are, you know, at the time I had no idea, but when I really thought about it, I was like, hmm, I needed that for a reason. So I'm glad that it, it did come a part of my journey. And it's kept you fit and active, right? <laughs> We need our energy and our health, no matter what the stories I keep hearing, as long as our baseline health is mm. there, then we are doing really well. Yeah. Without your health, you have nothing, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Health is the true wealth, as they keep saying. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Before we finish up today, do you have any advice for our audience who might want to kind of follow their dreams of, you know, kind of following your footsteps a little bit, whether that is, you know, podcast host or business owner, or, you know, even a public speaker or even a sexual empowerment coach, (laughs) you do everything girl. (laughs) Oh, I feel like for me, the one thing that really helps in any of the journeys was obviously being curious. If you really are curious about this change of what you want to do is to keep asking questions, keep talking to people, keep really thinking about it more because I know that there's so many times I've said from the beginning, the universe brings you things and you need to jump on board because I know that there'll be so many people out there that have had the universe provide them with an opportunity and they've just palmed it off because they've stayed in their tracks, they've stayed in their ways. You have to be a little uncomfortable to see and test it out. And I know that people go, oh, but finances, oh, but this. It's like, it all comes together when you push, when you you get out of your comfort zone and you do those things for yourself. Mm -hmm. So I always find that the curiosity, the growth mindset of knowing that the way to moving forward is how you really want to live your life rather than looking back and going, oh, I wish I did that. Because so many people I keep hearing, they're like, I wish, I wish. Why not now? Yeah. What's What's holding you back? Why not now? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Take action. (laughs) You are going to die and that money is not going to be there. Like you cannot hold on to that money anymore. You need to do things that are going to take you to the step forward. And there's always a way around things. And I know that's easy said and done. The people are going to be like, oh, yeah, Caitlin. It's like, no, no, no. There are a way. You have to keep being curious to put yourself out there. And I think one of the things I did love was asking then people that are already in the industry about what it is because it wasn't until I had a big meltdown I was crying on my Instagram stories and I was like like nothing's happening I'm so confused I had all these business people flood me with my inbox and they were like Caitlin like this is so normal I know this sounds crap but this is so part of the journey I remember this time when I had struggled I had to move here I had to live with my parents I had to you know focus on this they're like Caitlin this all happens for a reason and just having that support I was like damn, okay, 
wow, I like didn't know that. So we just don't want to feel like that we're alone. So just ask away, even if people don't apply, ask a different person because someone will answer, I swear. <laughs> Plenty of people in the world to ask, right? <laughs> even Caitlin. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I love that. Well, I know that we've been already sp- speaking for like 45 minutes, but I was wondering before we finish up today, would you like to play a little game with me? Yeah. It really goes for like two minutes. <laughs> I thought that might be a really fun way to finish off today and also a great way for people to get to know you better because it's a legendary game here on Rape It Up. It's called the Two Minute Hot Seat. And what I do is I ask you various questions. You just have to pick your preference. So it's like dogs or cats or singing or dancing, that sort of thing. And you have to answer as many questions in two minutes as possible, okay? It's timed. And at the end, we'll see where you sit on the leaderboard up against everyone else that's played the game on the show, <laughs> which is 178 people. <laughs> um, in terms of like Zoom in- interviews, the top of the leaderboard answers 63 questions. Oh my goodness. So wow. we're going to try and get you at least 63 or higher, okay? <laughs> Love that. <laughs> All right. You ready, Caitlin? I'm ready. Yeah, you ready? All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Instagram or YouTube? Instagram. Pop or country music? Pop. Cook or clean? Cook. Beach or pool? Beach. Comedy or action? Comedy. Blondes or brunettes? Brunettes. Sweet or salty? Salty. Book or e-reader? Uh, book. Home cooking or dining out? Dining out. Bottomless bowl or bottomless drink? Bottomless drink. Singing or dancing? <laughs> dancing. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Italian or Chinese food? Italian. Summer or winter? Summer. Jennifer Lopez or Scarlett Johansson? Or Scarlett. Ooh. Johnny Depp or Will Smith? Will Smith. Drop in store or online? Online. Cinema or home movie? Home movie. Ice cream or gelato? Gelato. Cake or cookies? Cookies. Coffee or tea? Tea. Christmas or your birthday? Christmas. Night or day? Night. Bus or train? Bus. Talk to the dead or see the future? See the future. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Eye colour blue or brown? Blue. Driver or passenger? Passenger. Texting or calling? Texting. Sydney or Melbourne? Melbourne. Friday or Saturday? (laughs) Saturday. TV or movies? Movies. Movies or books? Books. Fiction or non-fiction books? Non-fiction. Snow or surf? Surf. Freeze time or time travel? Time travel. Burger or pizza? Pizza. Tomato sauce or barbecue sauce? Tomato. Wine or beer? Wine. Leather or denim? Denim. City or country? Country. Biting your nails or picking your nose? Picking your nose! (laughs) Pants or shorts? Shorts. Tattoos or piercings? Tattoos. Backpack or suitcase? Suitcase. Ice cream or chocolate? Chocolate. Pen or pencil? Pen. Mum or dad? Dad. (laughs) Headphones or speakers? (laughs) Speakers. Beach vacation or city vacation? City vacation. Photo or video? Video. Apple or orange? Orange. Fruit or veggies? Veggies. Chocolate or strawberry? Strawberries. Chocolate, dark milk or white? Dark. Superman or Batman? Batman. We're out of time. Jeez, you're killing it, girl. You like that biting your nails or picking your nose question? <laughs> to be honest, there was some I'm like, I think that that was like a funny answer. I was like, I did not expect that. There we go. <laughs> I was like, I know how much I love the beach. And then I would say country. I'm like, wait, what? No. And like, because I've been asked to, oh, would you go find once a wife? I'm like, no. <laughs> so I'm just like, 
That's always funny with that biting your nails or picking your nose question. Everyone goes, oh my God, like, I can't believe you asked that. And I'm like, oh, it makes you laugh. <laughs> and everyone's like, biting your nails. And I'm like, yeah, like you wouldn't like picking your nose. Come on, yeah, everybody. Alicia was like picking my nose. I'm like, yeah. The, I, mean, I, I felt I felt like you would totally enhance that. You'd be like, yeah, picking your nose. <laughs> <laughs> How many questions do you think you answered in that time? Oh, I reckon it was about 40 something. Oh, I'm happy to say more. Do oh. you think you got about 63? Uh, wow, but maybe? You're kind of close. You answered <laughs> 56 questions oh, in that time. So you were sitting... What are we? You're sitting number five oh. out of the Zoom Rave It Up leaderboard. I love that. That's love that. awesome. Good <laughs> job, girl. Woo. <laughs> I definitely knew. I was like, when I, as soon as I laughed, I'm like, that's already a question that's gone. <laughs> You're like, oh, don't laugh. <laughs> but I can't stop laughing. That's just me. <laughs> well, we are unfortunately getting to the end of the interview now, Caitlin. But as a closing statement, it was probably the most important question here on Rave It Up. A little bit more serious now. Knowing what you know now, what would you tell your 14 year old self? Yeah, I do love this question because it's something that we really need to have a conversation with. But I think one of the things that I would say to her is really just back yourself in who you are and know that you are so loved. Mm. Oh, that's actually <laughs> very similar to what I would say to mine. <laughs> emotional Caitlin oh I love that and I'm sure it's a lot of the advice you give to people in schools and stuff to all the teenagers hey yeah I do have the motto of like accept yourself before you learn to love yourself I think it's so important that people just take on that to to know that you can't love yourself until you really accept who you are I love that that's a great quote I'm gonna have to write that down I love putting quotes all over my office so that might be one I'll have to add Before we go today, Caitlin, if our audience want to contact you or find out what you're up to, check out some of those really fun posts, where should we go follow you? I was going to say, if you're ready for a bit of entertainment, then definitely oh, yeah. go to uh, You Go Girlfriend. It's all platforms, all social media, and then You Go Bro, same as that as well. And obviously you've got the website, which is all in the, under the funnel of um, yougogirlfriend.com.au. Love it. Nice and easy. Just type in You Go Girlfriend or to Google it. I hope that you'd come yeah. up. <laughs> Yes, yes, it's on Google as well. Yes. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for your time today, Caitlin. I just was just soaking up all that. I was just like, just keep going. It's all good. Talk for an hour. I love it. (laughs) Please come on the show anytime in the future, okay? You can sit at your second home, your other second podcast home. (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely. I really appreciate this time and just love your energy as well. It's so infectious. Oh, ditto. I love your energy too. So please keep in contact and Merry Christmas. Yes, ho, ho, ho. (laughs) Happy New Year as well, because I'm sure we will chat in the new year. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you want to be the first to get every new episode, remember to subscribe to this podcast for free. Check out all the videos to our interviews on our YouTube channel at RaveItUpTV and visit our website, RaveItUpTV.com. Now, before I leave you today, I just want you to remember that you can have the life you have always dreamt about. The only thing stopping you is you. So go out there and get it. Get it.